Hola, galeras. Welcome to the Painter Files podcast, Pequeño Edition. This is season four, so they're a little shorter. I'm your host, Jaws Blake, as you well know. Juara, as some may call me, Jay as others. Um, yeah, let's get going. Drinking some decaf coffee. It's the middle of the day. It's around like three. I figured, you know, go a little easy. <laughs> Trying not to go insane with the amount of coffee that I drink. Uh, I've been thinking about it for a while now. A friend of mine told me that, like, you have to think about it on the acid aspect more than anything else. Like, you're a lot of these things are acids and they go on your stomach. And so, and uh, I have a problem with heartburn. I always have. So, it's always good to be mindful of those types of things. So, for those unlike me, go drink some water. It'll be great. It's good for you. I have been playing with all my different inks and markers and sketchbooks, and I'm trying to figure out this big main page, this last crescendo for the zine. Huge beast, as it were. Uh, I think I've got a couple ideas. I've been using my sketchbook to draw like little squares and then fill in tiny little illustrations of all the different types of bad stuff thumbnail sketches of all the things that I want to do. Which is funny because I haven't really used a sketchbook like a sketchbook in probably about two decades. But it's just come to me. I saw this really great image on Instagram of this artist. And she took sketchbooks and she broke up each page into almost like 25 little squares of just designs. Little, little thumbnails of everything. And I don't work in pencil, I work in ink, as you know, I'm the ink king. And it's, so it doesn't really work for me in the same aspect that it would for her. But I did feel inspired by the idea. I think a lot of times that's what, we, that's what we're supposed to use social media for. We're supposed to use it to like inspire us, to give us like insight on ideas that we might not have thought all the way through, but we really, really enjoy and so we want them to then, you know, grow and become a thing and work forward. And that's what I'm doing, basically. I've got almost every single page done. I've got to do the cover still. I still haven't done the cover. And I've got to do the main piece, like I said. It's going to be a huge splash painting, giant painting, that I'm going to, you know, photograph. I'm going to photograph. Photographize. Photograph. <laughs> and then... Uh, get going honestly it'll be in the book the zine i'm trying to figure out pricing for the zine because i've been thinking about it for a little while and i want people to get the zine and i don't want it to be very expensive because it's a zine it's only 12 pages anyways so i think i'm only going to try and make two dollars off of each zine so whatever it costs it'll just be that plus two bucks and then you know shipping and I think that's going to be good. I think it's going to be really good. Like beautiful, amazing good. And I'm just, I'm so excited about just showing you how all this is coming about and how it's working. If you were following me on my website, you'll see a lot of little kind of bits and pieces, bops and whatnot. Um, constantly being done with my 24 shots, uh, my rolls of film basically that I take during the process and little notes and all that type of stuff. Um, and that's jawsblakeblog.com. 
I post all the time. So, <laughs> oh, and my YouTube recently allowed me to start putting up little kind of a post, like a picture post with with words. So that's the Patreon, the Instagram, and now the YouTube. Uh, I stepped away from Twitter. I don't want to give Elon Musk any support. Apartheid billionaires don't really interest me as far as helping them become richer. I've always thought it was interesting how the fragility of like some white people that I've known in my life are about pointing out like apartheid. Like it's almost as if it's like when you point out apartheid in some cases to some people, not everybody obviously, they get very offended. Like you've just insulted them in some way, even though you're talking about something that's very horrible that happened to like black people. So it's just a strange, it's a strange, strange thing. I was asked uh, to talk about white fragility, actually, my opinions on white fragility. Um, I, th I don't think it's evident in everyone, but I definitely think there are a lot of people out there who feel that when you point out basically just fucked up things that have been done throughout history by Europe to the rest of the world, they take like great offense to that as if it's like, you know, yeah, but we move past that. And we're like, but we haven't though. Like King Charles, as he is known now, is still the king of Jamaica, of Jamaica. <laughs> I want you to think about that for a while. The King of Jamaica is a British man who lives in Wales, I believe, uh, named Charles. Not Jamaican. Not anything to do with Jamaica, other than the fact that he gets taxes paid from Jamaica. Uh, and he's, he's going to be on the money, and little children are going to grow up thinking that he, in Jamaica knowing that he is the king of Jamaica. Like, colonization's fucked up. <laughs> it hasn't stopped being fucked up. And then there's all the other things that have gone on in the world and all these other kind of aspects of colonization and how it's kind of just ruined a lot of things. I think people try and look at it like, oh, well, what about the positives? And I was like, there really aren't positives, though. There are so many cultures that have just kind of grown and become their own thing in spite of colonization I think there's a very naive kind of racist aspect about thinking that before colonization, places weren't shit. <laughs> they didn't have their own cultures and their own language and their own music and their own thought processes and their own religions and their own beliefs and their own wedding practices and their own, all these things. Like they are, I'm looking at Tom's foot right now. He's trying to get into the studio while I'm recording this. It's just interesting. It's it's this very strange thing where there is there are people out there who, who find out information about the history of the world and they go, huh, interesting, okay. And then there are other people who become extremely defensive and say things like, well, that's how everybody was, but that's not true in any respect because there are always people who are the antithesis of things in America for people who were pro-slavery, there were also people who were abolitionists, ab ugh, abolitionists who were vehemently against slavery. So it's always been, there were always 
people like, I guess, Bernie Sanders is the best person I can think of, who marched with Martin Luther King before civil rights was enacted. Like, there have always been these people. The concept that there were people who, that everybody didn't want women to learn to read and vote and have opinions is insane. That everybody wanted to own human beings is insane. Like, it's just madness there's so much artwork that's just so reflective of all the ways that people felt about this but you don't get to see them because they've been burned or destroyed or hidden or whatever and it's just it breaks my heart a little bit it really does honestly because i think we're smarter and we're better than this as a people i think we're just smarter and we're better than this we don't need to hold on to these strange little ideas that not taking responsibility is somehow better than just acknowledging something. I also think it's strange that people are under the impression that just because that they think because you tell them a historical fact about something that you feeling good or bad about it is relevant. Like you don't have to feel guilty about these things when you hear about them. That is not the purpose of knowledge. The rub of knowledge is to just grow as a human. And then, you know, spread knowledge. I think the best thing the world ever did was just oral stories. Letting each person share their experiences throughout time, through stories, and through just the strength of knowing. I ran into this one lady, I'll leave you with this. I ran into this one lady years ago who had a giant tattoo of Ganesh, the elephant, Hindu elephant god of struggle uh, on her elbow. Giant tattoo. Looked painful as hell. Um, and I asked her, I was like, that's such a badass tattoo. What made you get it? She goes, he uh, moved shit out of my... He's he's the mover of obstacles. And then she took her hand and she hit her elbow on her palm. She's like, he's mover of obstacles. <laughs> and started elbowing. And it was just funny, but it was brilliant at the same time. Because it was like, yeah. We learn. We live. We come up with opinions. And we we learn and we live again. Gotta love it. Got to love it. All right, guys, that is the end of the show. I hope you had a good time. I always do, because it's my show. I find most of these things just silly, and I love our conversations. Thank you for letting me have this with you. Um, like I said, season four, Pequeno edition, so all the episodes are short. So if you're noticing this one's not as long as the ones from seasons before, that is why. Um, I just want to thank all the great sponsors and wonderful people in my life. Uh, Artisan Wellness Project, great bombs, great incense, just incredible moving soul, uh, soul enriching products. Please go check it out. Description will be in the, uh, well, links will be in the description. That's the words. Uh, Yasutomi Inc. My ink, my heart, my my blood. 
so many great products uh brushes inks paints paper it's just it's just amazing they even do origami stuff if you're into that it's very cool and then arteza arteza is just one of my favorite paints of all time creamy gorgeous paints so many different options so many different tries but go check them out i love you Galeras. you have a good one paint around ciao don't forget to meditate i forgot to say that don't forget to meditate